0: Hallelujah. Matthew 6. Let's dive right into this. Matthew 6, 25. I want to talk about worry and stress and anxiety. I'm not done talking about that. The Lord doesn't want you stressed out. The Lord doesn't want you to have anxiety. Um do not have any fret or anxiety about anything. Now, that's not my opinion. That's what God says. Well, Pastor, where do you get that from? Philippians 4.6. Do not have any fret. Amplified Bible. Do not have any fret or any anxiety about anything. But it says by But in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, I will do that. Next week, what I want you to do, I had this thought, and then the Lord brought it to my remembrance. Um, Next week, I want you to bring your prayer requests. What do you want God to do for you in 2018? What, What do you want to happen in your life? Specific requests. I want you to bring it. Write it down on anything and bring it with you. Will you do that? All right. So, don't worry. There's nothing to worry about, okay? Um, Worry, check this out. Well, let me read the scripture first. Um, We're looking at the ESV today. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you would drink. New King James says, do not worry about your life. Now, first of all, before you dismiss this and say, well, Pastor, yeah, I know, don't worry, praise the Lord, amen. I I don't have no worry. But you know what? Worry can slip in. It's a silent thing. They talk about things like uh, blood pressure, high blood pressure, being a silent killer. Well, um, worry and anxiety can be like that. It can be like a silent killer. It can slip in very easily. It's happened to me. I mean, things you, sometimes you this, you you try to make it spiritual. So I'm just using wisdom when it's actually worry. Huh? You make sure, that, okay, I got, I got to make sure my kid's taken care of. It. I got to make sure they're eating the exactly right thing. I got to go online. I got to go make sure that I don't want them to get sick. I don't want them. And and even over yourself. Like, yeah, I got to research all, make sure I got the right vitamins. I got to make sure that I'm eating the right things, make sure I'm not eating the wrong things. So, okay, then I'm just using wisdom. Now, I'm not saying that it's, uh, I I, got to watch myself here because my wife's into health and fitness and things like that. And so am I. But, I want you to understand this, and don't get it twisted. It's, it's cool to work out. It's it's good to eat right and all those things. But don't listen. Don't depend on those things to make you well. Depend on the Lord for your health. Huh? No, 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 don't look at Miss Carla. Depend <laughs> on the Lord. I mean, we're in agreement. See, see, uh, I mean, you can start depending on things and like eating and make sure you're eating all exactly the right things and all that kind of stuff, and die falling down the steps. I think one one guy did that. One guy that was he was big on like eating something like that, and he died falling down the steps. See, depend on the Lord. Not see. Uh, God wants us to depend on him for everything. And do you, do you know that packed in here in this uh, part of the sermon uh, on the mount that Jesus sat down on a mountain? That, that, that mountain's still over there uh, in Israel today. The, call, call it the Mount of Beatitudes. And uh, it's still there today where Jesus sat down and taught them. He taught the multitude. And this is a part of his teaching. And you know he addresses health in here? Yeah, we're going to, it's like a zip file. We're going to unzip it. You ever get something zipped, it's like it's packed in there. You got it's a really big file, but you can, uh, if, if you want to get the file just raw, it's, it's too big to, like, send to somebody. But if you put it in a zip file. See, it's a smaller file, and you unzip it, and all the goodies are in there. Amen. So that's what we're going to do with, with Matthew chapter six. A lot of lot of juice in here. Amen. We're going to get every bit out of that. All right. Still some, some meat left on this on this bone. I use that in Haiti. I use that I used that illustration in Haiti. There's still some meat left. They looked at me. They, they didn't. Sometimes when they're trans, when you have a translator and they they speak French. The idioms sometimes don't translate, and I had to explain to them. Once I broke it down, they they understood it because they eat meat over there. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Amen. Some of y'all did that over over the holidays, right? You you had some a good piece of whatever chicken or whatever you want to get every. You look on there and get every bit out off of it, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Popeye. Thank you, Lord. So do not be anxious about your life. So um, let me challenge you. If, if you're struggling in a particular area, I want to challenge you to look at that area of your life and see whether or not there's some worry there. Because, see, worry can cause a lot of things. It's been proven med- medically that worry can cause physical sickness. It can cause um eating disorders, mental illness, huh? Cause people to, to eat excessively, cause people to lose sleep. So worry it's it's just a big deal. And there's a reason why Jesus wasn't wasting his time when he was talking to these folks. And he's not just talking to them. This is in the word for us to, to look at today. Y'all ready to unpack this? Don't worry about your life. Do you know uh, worry it comes from an old English word that means to strangle? Interesting, because remember we talked about, uh, I gave you an illustration of these pipes, these soft pipes, and that grace is flowing like there's a, there's a pipe for every area of your life. There's a pipe. For your marriage, grace is flowing for your marriage. Grace is flowing for your family relationships, relationships with your spouse and your children. Grace is flowing for your healing. So imagine a, a, a pipe for healing, a pipe for your uh, marriage, your family relationships, a, a, a pipe for your prosperity. And the grace is flowing all the time. Huh? I mean, we never have to bombard heaven and just go. Oh God, send prosperity and send healing. It's all—it's always flowing. But what worry does? It strangles. If you're worried about health, see, so you can have grace flowing, and you're receiving that grace, is where your health is concerned. But not where your finances are concerned, or not where your kid, kids, or your children are concerned. If you're worried about your children, or if you're a student, you're worried about your grades. See, worry can cause you to start studying excessively. You should study, but you shouldn't be worried in your studies. Like you, like concerning your health, go ahead and work out, but don't stress over how your body looks. See, you won't when you're depending on the Lord for your health. Okay, but if you're worried about your health, where that health is flowing, you, 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 you get the illustration of like that pipe is flowing with health, but when you worry about your health, you're squeezing that pipe and stopping the flow of health. If you're worried about your finances, you're grabbing hold of that uh, pipe where prosperity is flowing and you're choking it and it's not released into your life. Let me go somewhere else. See, and, and then let, let me help you with, some, sometimes there are mental disorders um, and see, when, when, you, when you know people that have some mental disorders, it doesn't make them a bad person. They're still the righteousness of God in Christ. But Sometimes what people have done see the Bible tells us give no place to the devil when you know somebody I mean what they've done is they've just given place to the devil and see don't be offended by that receive help from the Lord but if you don't acknowledge it see that's why some people can't receive help from mental disorders because they don't acknowledge they have it and they try to disguise it again by well I'm just using wisdom and if you know somebody that have mental disorders, pray for them. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into an area, but uh, listen, there's no condemnation. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying because there, there are, are, are a lot of people that have issues with this, and they're stressed out over it because they found something online, that, like the government's looking at them. Or somebody's spying on you. See, the Bible says, don't, first of all, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Now, listen, it's your pastor talking to you. It's not somebody off the street. And let me say off the bat, if somebody has these conspiracy theories and things, they're good people. They're the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay? They just, there's, there's an area where they grab that pipe and, and but 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 don't ever tell them that they ain't seeing that stuff don't ever tell them that there's not don't try to because then they're going to hit you if they can't see it so the best thing to do to pray but if you're dealing with that stuff it doesn't happen all at once it happens you go online you find a little something something because, see, if you know somebody that's dealing with those issues, they have a stack full of stuff that can, in their mind, prove what they're talking about. But they've created what they haven't, what they realize, they have created a bubble around now where the Lord can't even get through because won't, they won't let, let him in. And what's happened is, is they've created all that stuff in their own, it's, it's, it's just going on in their own head. It's not even reality, but they're convinced it's reality. And whenever, whenever if, if somebody allows you to speak into their life, don't even try to tell them it ain't true. Tell them, what if it is? First of all, ain't nobody, look, don't, don't get offended. If you broke, don't nobody try want, want to find out about your life anyway. Well, let, me, let me let me say it a little softer than that. If, if if you don't if you don't have a whole lot of money, what is somebody trying to follow you for? What are they looking to find? Like if somebody following me, looking at me and taking, and like I'm not I'm gonna give up. Be all paranoid. I'm not gonna take, Let nobody take no pictures of me. How, you're not gonna stop nobody from taking pictures. somebody taking a picture of me right now. Somebody like, oh, all right. I don't know, I don't let nobody take no picture of my kids. You can't stop nobody taking no picture. And, and if you get freaked out over that, you're gonna be freaked out. You're gonna be all you're gonna be all out, all stressed out. And your life, it will be a mess. It will be a it will be a living hell. It'll be hell on earth. Everybody got phone in their pocket. You can wear, I I saw, a tie with a camera on it. Now, if you're dealing with this, I hope this don't freak you out even more. But there's all kinds of stuff that, you know, nobody's looking for you, man. But but here's here's, here's what I do. This is what I do. If I encounter that, I say, look, even if they were. No weapon. Right? I mean, in fact, Smith wigglesworth woke up and he saw a demon at the foot of the bed. He said, oh, it's you. And he went back to sleep. Now, if he's not worried about a demon, what you worried about? I don't care if a Chevy Impala red and followed me around all week i want them to follow me because they're going to run into a blessing because goodness and mercy follow me and they they're going to run up on a blessing they ain't going to end up getting saved and getting blessed come tell me with all this power you packing who in the world is going to defeat you. Nothing can defeat you. you're more than a conqueror. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. See, every issue is a believing issue. Right? See, a lot of people get they have it twisted. See, right living is not something we should be focusing on. What you should be focusing on is believing the right thing. If you believe the right thing, you're going to live right. So I'll let people get Bring all your evidence. Bring, you know, wheel in stacks of stuff. They got stuff around talking about some aliens and stuff. And being abducted. All kinds of stuff. Man, you can find anything you want on the internet. Internet can be a blessing, but if you look at that stuff too much, you'll be all stressed out and worried. Amen. All these folks, man, you got abducted. Okay. Next time, when they have you, when they, when they take you up, <laughs> and they land on that table, when, you, when they place sleep, and they're like, open your eye now. Now, what I want you to do is, like, grab something, like an ashtray or, 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 or something, and bring it back. See, the thing about these com- conspiracy theories is you can't prove them. You can't, you can't prove them. So, why should I be, why should I worry about this? Well, I'm just using words, mm-mm, you're anxious about your life. No, 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 you're not using no wisdom. You're anxious. I'll, I'm just your pastor talking to you. Out of love and, 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 and all the command. You're anxious about your life. And I got to camp here because I want to help you because I love you. I don't want you to spend the rest of your life living in fear. You're being tortured by the enemy. Ain't nothing but the devil. He, he, he's hiding behind the bush laughing. amen and if you know somebody dealing with that you might have a family member somebody dealing with that you you what, what do you You love them I mean don't hey, here it's pastor's text here put this in listen to this <laughs> no that, 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 that's not I huh? they, they might not be able to receive it that way amen but what you can do is you pray amen, amen. thank you Lord hallelujah does that help you Does that help you to help somebody? Amen. See, so everything that we do should be done through, out of of love. Uh, Amen. This is talking about, oh, let me tell you this. Worry is meditating on something negative. Meditating on something negative. This is talking about a quality. What Jesus is, is telling us about is a quality of life. Not just living, but a quality of life. How do I know that? John 10.10. 10, Jesus said, I am come that they might be scared of spaceships and the government spying on them. Does that sound like abundant life? It's just, let me just talk to you. Does that sound like abundant life to you? Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and have it more, not just life, more abundantly. So he wouldn't be talking about something different here. He's talking about, when he talks about life, he's talking about an abundant life. Let me me paraphrase it. Therefore, I, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not a quality life more than food, and a quality body more than clothing. I'm going to show you this quality body. He's talking about more than just putting on clothes. He's not just talking about clothes. He's talking about your health. Watch this. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in the barns. Yet, your heavenly Father feeds them. See, he knew, Jesus knew God as his Father. You know, the only time that Jesus referred to his Father as God is when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because at that moment, he had taken our sin. He became sin for us. That was when the divine exchange took place. It was an act of identification. And he said, my God, you know that that's the only time he referred to his father as God. He knew his father intimately. And, and the Jews, see, they, they had a problem with that. Because, see, that was too, the, he was, was too intimate. It was an intimate term, and they, they didn't, uh, it was too personal. They didn't think anybody knew God like that. They thought it was irreverent for Jesus to, and, and that that's one of the things that freaked them out, that caused them to get just angry, just very, very angry at Jesus because he referred to God as his father. So it's not a quality of life more than food, and a quality of body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air for the neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? We talked about that before. You're more valuable than the birds. And which of you, by being anxious or worrying, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Think about the lilies, flowers, for example. All right? See, this is talking about more than clothes. And the Lord will take care of you. Make sure you got clothes to wear, food to eat. Amen? It's talking about your whole life, a quality of life. But let me ask you a question. What kind of clothing do the flowers have? (laughs) I mean, they don't put on clothes like you and I. They're clothes from within. This is talking about, see, their clothing is their body. This is talking about your health. Think about it. The flower's clothing is their body. See, consider them. Consider these flowers, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. See, consider how they grow. How do they grow healthy and strong? By by toiling and spinning. See, flowers don't grow healthy and strong by toiling and spinning. No, Abba Father, Papa Daddy clothes them. with health. Amen? They're, see, they're, they're clothed with health from the inside. You, you ever seen uh, these, these? Uh, you, you, ever, you ever seen flowers with clothes on? No, it's just talking about their body. They're, they're clothed with health. Their daddy clothes them. See, divine health, let me say this again. Health comes from the Lord. Depend on the Lord for your health. See, this is talking about your health. Look at look at these birds, look at the birds, look at the and look at the look at the, how he takes care of them, then look at these flowers. See how they grow. They're not stressed. They're dependent on their heavenly father to clothe them with health. Likewise, should we do the same thing? Again, Work out. Do all that stuff Carla tells you to do. But don't be stressed out about the way your body looks. Let's dig a little bit more. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory. Solomon was decked out. I mean, he was the richest man who ever lived. So you know that... uh, he could buy whatever he wanted. He had custom-made stuff, robes or whatever it is he wore. Huh? But see, even Solomon wasn't clothed like the flowers. Money can buy you all the clothes you want, but see, money can't buy your health. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now watch this. What does he say about this grass? If God so clothes the, look at verse 30. But if God so clothes the grass of the field. It's interesting that he chose the grass as an illustration to show us about our health. Because it's temporal. It don't last very long. How many of y'all cut your grass? Thank you, Lord. Amen. I got a random thought. It Has nothing to do with this at all, but somebody told me about. They were at this party at this big, huge house. Amen. We, I mean, we should be, we should believe for bigger houses, huh? God, because we're blessed. Somebody was over. At some they were telling me about a party they were at, and the people who were coming obviously had a smaller house, but they were at this bigger house for a party. And they were talking, and uh, there's some summit folks, and some of the people who were there were talking to them and said, "You know what, man? I I wouldn't want to have all this house. What 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 can I? What can you do with all this house? Well, one, duh, have a party <laughs> like you at now." <laughs> That's the thought that I came to mind. That's what, you have to have a mindset of prosperity. I've seen people say, sometimes I have to bite my tongue. I had more wisdom than I did back then. I would just tell people. they go, uh, we'd be playing golf, and they'd see a big old house. Oh, I wouldn't want all that house. I wouldn't want to have to cut all that grass. They don't cut the grass. They have somebody cut it for them. (laughs) How do you cut the grass? You don't. I wouldn't want to clean all that house. Get somebody to clean it for you. It's a mindset, isn't it? See, something that it comes along with the house. It's not just the house. You just don't stumble on that kind of house. Amen? You have a kind of thinking. And sometimes the children of this world, they're, they're wiser than, than, than the children of life, Jesus said it. And if unbelievers think big, how much more should us, we, y'all, believers, think big? Start dreaming bigger. Go buy a big old, go buy a big old BY, a big old house. Go through the neighborhood. Amen. Hallelujah. Get your, get your vision, dream. Thank you, Lord. Amen. What are we talking about here? The grass of the field. Look at it. We cut it, it come right back. Doesn't last very long. It's temporal, right? That's what it's talking about here. That's what Jesus is talking about, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, thrown into, into the furnace. Well, he, so if he takes care of something temporary, how much more will he look out for your body? How many of you know it's easy, See, see. The grass which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace. He said, will he not much more clothe you? Not just with clothes, but with health. Oh, you a little faith. Thank you, Jesus. See, depend on the Lord for your health. And it's very easy. I mean, I make I make smoothies and things because I don't like vegetables. I know my body needs vegetables, but I don't like vegetables. I don't like salad. I usually don't touch it when I go to the restaurant. I don't like kale. I just I put all that stuff in the juicer and get it over with. Celery and kale and chard and all the kinds. I don't enjoy it. Huh? But it makes me feel better. I don't depend on it for my health. But see, you can get excessive with it. I don't eat that. I can't eat that. I can't eat I eat anything I want. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord He gives us richly all things to enjoy. Now it's all right. If you don't want to eat meat, I'm kind of like that um, that old lady in the Greek wedding movie. The guy came over. He wasn't Greek. He married into the family. It's been a long time. I might get the story straight. But I remember the line. uh, He said he didn't eat no meat. And that that old lady said, what you mean you don't eat no meat? Now, I'm gonna watch it now, you know. I know Pastor Gary and and Nita; they don't eat meat, uh, but I, I eat meat right in front of them. <laughs> Amen. And that's cool, and 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 that's not that's not any any knock on them. That's 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 a decision that they make. But see, they don't preach it. See, that's that's the issue, because when you command people to abstain from meats, that it's called, actually, if you look in the New Testament, it's called a doctrine of demons. It's not, it's not demonic, don't misunderstand me. It's not demonic not to eat meat. Huh? Um, there's a lot of tasty food It's not meat, but man, I, I like me a good filet mignon, man. Huh? That would not be abundant life for me not, not, not to have filet mignon, amen. not to have a good hamburger. Right. Amen. Hey, hey, amen. Thank you, Jesus. I remember they were telling, uh, I should say that, it's kind of private information, so I'm not going to say that. Anyway, it's about, not about Pastor Gary and about something else. Thank you, Jesus. Say, I depend on the Lord for my help. Now, Jesus is, is talking about these things, knowing that he's going to go to the cross and take our sicknesses and our diseases. 1 Peter 2.24 says, By his stripes you were healed. What does that mean? He was beaten. I mean, before he died, he was beaten with a cat of nine tails. It wasn't just like a whip. It, it, was, it was a whip, but it's like it's, it had these long, um, they called it a cat of nine tails because it had these nine strands, a whip with, with nine strands on it, and at the end of each strand, it was a metal bit. And every time they would whip Jesus, these lashes, I think it was like 39 times they, 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 they whipped him. Every time those metal bits on those nine strands would go into his body and pull out chunks of skin. Jesus doesn't look like any, any pictures you've seen of Jesus on the cross, those crucifixes, and things, Jesus didn't look anything like that. His body was marred beyond recognition. He was beaten so you can be healed. So you can walk in health. He didn't have to be beaten for you to eat kale. (laughs) You you all understand what I mean by that? Anybody can do that. He didn't have to go to the cross for that. See. What you have to understand when when you're looking in the internet and you're finding out about all these things to eat and things like that and you you, you go to the vitamin store and they got all this stuff and there's always something else. Oh, you have this deficiency. Oh, I do? You need to get there. Okay. It's interesting how people just take anything. They see off the internet or somebody they respect or Dr. So-and-so says something. And they just take it. But you've got to understand, you have inside information. You know stuff that the world doesn't know. Once you have a revelation of what Jesus did for you on the cross, you depend on him for your. You depend on Jesus for your health. Divine, supernatural health. Amen. And then the Holy Spirit will tell you uh, uh, what to do and what to eat. I got a friend. I mean, I drink coffee. I love, man, I make me some specialty drinks and stuff like that. I make a s'mores drink, some white chocolate, peppermint, something, something. Latte. Stuff like that. I got a good, a good friend of mine, a minister. He said, um, he, he, you know, the Lord told him don't drink coffee. And the Lord didn't tell me that. And his wife drinks coffee. Amen. So if he comes over to the house, we'll drink in front of him. And and be free. Right? See, you do what the Lord tells you to do. How many of you know the Lord knows what your body needs? But see, to go around there and tell people they can't do this, they can't eat this, and they can't eat that, see, that's wrong. By Jesus' stripes, you were healed. And I tell you what, some of you may have sickness and disease in your body. I know some people that I know personally are dealing with with things. But don't make this, don't act like this this is going to be your life for the rest of your life, depending on medication and and, uh, whatever the doctors have you on. Do what the doctors say, but depend on Jesus for your health. And I don't care how long you've been in that condition, and I don't care what they tell you. A lot of these doctors don't know about the stripes that Jesus bore on his back. They're doing what they know to do, but you got inside information. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are free today? Thank you, Lord. Don't worry about your life. And I want to challenge you again to look at those areas where you're struggling and see if you have worry there. And take that worry and give it to the Lord.